Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Maybe everyone's settled their differences and I can finally go outside. All right, let's do it. Here we go. And... I'll just get Instacart. Follow the affiliate link in the show notes below to create your account with Instacart today. Do all your shopping without leaving your house. Coming to you live from my apartment, this is The Short News with Alex Mador. Um, hi. What's up, guys? I, um, I owe you guys an extra episode. I really do. Because I feel like it. Um, listen, I'm really bored. I don't know what's going on with my life. I gotta figure it all out. Yeah, I got school stuff to do, but... Man, I... I was going crazy. And now I'm realizing... Finally being away from that city run by an idiot that, you know, this, this is, this is good. This is relaxing. Anyways, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm Alex Mador, in case you didn't know that, which you probably didn't, or you didn't care. Uh, fuck, man, what's going on? Seriously. Rick Astley, better now. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. So I was just looking on YouTube while I had this on pause, and I had I had it like recording, but I had the the MP3 recorder pause. Anyways, fuck, man, that's so good. Rick Astley still got it, man. You guys, you guys like that song? Never gonna give you up. I I love it. I love it but not as much as I love his song Whenever You Need Somebody. 
look it up. I can't play it on here. Because, like, you know, I'd get in trouble, but it's like, whenever you need somebody, I'll bring my love to you. I'll bring my love to you. It's, it's really good. It's such an upbeat, upbeat song. And he's, he's a talent. He is a talent. I wish he wasn't as religious, but you know what? Like, probably keeps him out of trouble. He, he was living the rock star life. Never Gonna Give You Up was almost the, the Mets theme song. Back in the day, they, they took a vote, and everybody voted for that one as a joke, like, ironically. And it won. And they just decided, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> and that's why the Mets are losers. Sorry, that was, like, that was cold. Anyways, I think today's gonna be an episode that's not very structured. Um... Just because my life isn't structured right now. Everything's kind of up in the air. But, fuck, man. Um, I found this video called Donald Trump Jr. Book Club. You know how he has that book now that's out called Triggered? Probably, yeah. I, I almost read it. I was going to, but then I realized I don't read. I just don't. I hate it. It's like such a chore to me. I write, but I don't read. Anyways, let's see what these... These... What was I going to call it? Conserva tools have to say about their man, Junior, and his coke habit. I know I feel it. feel it or not, but we've been triggered. America has been triggered. And we're here to take a stand against the left. I feel it. I just feel it. I haven't went past the first page. Just off opening the book and looking at the signature. I have been triggered. Oh. If you love America and red meat and you don't care for political correctness, then you've come to the right place. Donald Trump Jr. is the most dynamic, controversial, and popular voice on the right since his father. Having honed his political chops on the trail doing hundreds of... Hundreds and hundreds of signings. He's sitting there with a smile. Integrity at its best. I was back of the book. I was... Signature. That's what I got. He was single. Would you date him? Honestly, I gotta be honest. We don't believe in mixing, so we prefer that you know races stay together. Like I prefer that black people date black people, Is this and real? I prefer that white people date white. But I don't have a problem with people that don't prefer that. But that's just my preference. So you would not date Don Junior? No, because he's not from a tribe of Judah. That's all I'm saying. We have preferences. What? Are you gonna read this? Well, I'm only responsible for reading two books. I just came out here just to make this partnership, just to solidify everything. So just let everybody know that we've been tricked. So we are here at the mall in Birmingham, Alabama, for the premiere of Don Jr.'s book, Triggered, the How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants it's to... It's like, um, this is like his version of a, of a release party for, a, for an album. <laughs> Yo, my, my book, Triggered, drops tonight. You gonna be there? You gonna be there for the listening party? <laughs> Silence us. Trump 2020, you feel me? Epstein didn't kill himself. Hey, drain the swamp, Trump. Uh, gays for Trump. What's your favorite thing about Trump? Uh, honestly, I think it's because he's racist. Your favorite thing about him? <laughs> yeah. Don Jr. said he got all the drip. He said that he a blood, but really he a crip. Taking over Washington with the king. Just, just keep in mind, these are um, little white kids rapping and saying these things. 
And yeah, and they're wearing Trump shit. And they don't even look old enough to vote, if I'm being honest. So like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter until a couple years from now. Dripping up the White House with a bling. I want to ask him what his favorite music is. And then I also want to ask him, first and foremost, really what his favorite beer is first. And then his favorite music he likes to listen to. Is. I want to know his address. I want to know when he wakes up. I want to know what toothpaste he brushes with. I want to know when he shits. I need to know. I need to know this man inside and out because he is perfect. He is perfect. The way he has his chin connected to his neck and they look like one and the same. It's just, it's just a revolutionary thing. It really is. Favorite beer. What do you think his favorite beer is? Uh, I would think uh, Natty. If I was natty? going one good beer, it would be a Natty Light. And then That's not a good beer. It's good and refreshing. And, you know, the bush, you open it and you say bush. But Natty is just bush. really straightforward, good tasting beer. And country music, maybe. I'll- Natty Ice is worse than um, is worse than Bud Light. I love Bud Light, but I know it's shit. But Natty, Natty is the like the worst gas station, absolute shit water piss water beer. It's the worst. The only people that drink Natty are college students that can't get their hands on anything else. And people like this dude with a cowboy hat voting for Trump. I think more of like a Waylon Jennings, and that's what I'm thinking when I walk in here. So I came tonight to get the book and to give this to Don Jr. Oh, okay. Special day. Can I see this? This is a rap song? And I wrote it. Yes. Oh, no. And it's been playing on the Rick and Bubba show. So what's the your Rick rap and Bubba show? What is P stand? What the fuck is the Rick and Bubba show? Rick and Bubba show. What is that? Oh, it's like a Blaze TV thing. Okay. Sorry, I I went out to get cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> no, I came back. I I did. I had to go get some some vape stuff because I'm all out. But we're here. We're back. Let's go over this video, right? The Rick and Bubba show. Oh my god. Four. Pam Glass. We are Trump supporters down to the bone, so this is the reason I wrote this song. So listen to what I've got to say, and he'll make America great one day. Vote Trump. Yeah, one day. Trump. One day he mm. will. He's a businessman with a presidential plan. Sit down here to heal our land. So when you hear this funky sound, you're going to know that Trump is around. He only wants say for all. This is why he has them building the wall. He's brought our jobs back around and put our feet on solid ground so don't i'm just waiting for it to be like um he's only he's only started and he's getting bigger now watch as he gets rid of the i'm just waiting for it i'm just waiting for it because these people are openly racist (laughs) the dude said that he was he liked trump because he's racist I didn't know if he was being serious or not. That's like the, that's why Jesus Christ is my, (laughs) and my rhyme's getting bigger. That's why, (laughs) no. You listen to the lies they say, because Trump is making us great today. Anyway, it just keeps going on and on. It just keeps going on and on. So, (laughs) tell me how your rap career started. Riding down the road, just thinking about it. Yeah, thank you so much for rapping. 
uh, are you a big fan of the hip hop genre? Not really. <laughs> oh. But I am a big Trump supporter. You had to pick. Who are your- so, so you're a culture vulture. You're a culture vulture. Is that what it is? Where's Charlemagne? He just pops out of nowhere. So, what what do you think about people uh, saying you're a culture vulture? She's like, well, I. I don't even know what that means, but there's vultures where I come from, and they're powerful animals. Three favorite rappers. I don't have any rappers. We don't. We don't. We don't rap. No rappers. We do the country classic. Elvis. George Jones. What is that hair, dude? You, you look like you're trying to be Elvis. Is that even real? That doesn't even look real. It looks like he's wearing like a wig, like a really cheap party city wig. And it, it, like, his hair comes over his ear. It just doesn't fit this guy. He looks like an idiot. So you're about maybe a half an hour away from beating Trump Jr. What's going through your head? I hope time doesn't run out. He's like his dad. He speaks his mind. He's telling the truth. He does He's coke. to the bottom of all these lies. What do you think the biggest lie is in America right now? Uh, the abortions. Uh. That's one of the worst things to me is the abortions. <laughs> you're not supposed to murder nobody. How is it? But okay, it, I'm not even gonna go there. It's not murder. Whatever, keep going. Wrong. Casually speaking, you're dating Donald Trump Jr., right? Casually speaking. Seriously speaking. What's that like? Great. I know the family for 14 years. Top three things. Oh, she hey, just walks away. Uh, fantastic. We're super happy to be here in Birmingham. Very. Excited. Wait, what? It's the cokehead lady, the Don Trump, Don Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. The one that, like, gave the fucking nutty speech. But she just, like, walked away from him so dismissively. And it it was not a good look. But now she's back. For some reason, he got her back. That is our first uh, big official stop for the book tour for Don Jr.'s book, Triggered. Fresh off the view, so, uh, you know. never Fresh off the view. Fresh off the view. (laughs) I'd say we triggered them, that's for sure. What does it mean to trigger somebody? Well, it just means that, um, you know, basically t- in today's day and age, the left operates under sort of hate, vitriol. Uh, everything triggers them. It, they, they can't handle open, honest rhetoric and discussion. And we're here to, you know, exercise our First Amendment rights and to make sure that the president's message is carried throughout the country because the mainstream media, unfortunately, doesn't put forward the truth about the president and what he's been able to accomplish for the country. That's like a typical, uh, typical excuse for wrongdoing is, oh, they don't understand. They, they don't know the truth. They don't understand what's really going on. Meanwhile, like, it's all spelled the fuck out for them. Work for now. Senior advisor for president of the United States. You are? I am. That's pretty awesome. 2020. How could I become that? How could I become, how how could I become that? I walked up, shook his hand, looked him dead in the face, and I said, Man, you're an absolute disgrace. I can't believe I can tell that to you in your face. And I just walked off. And why do you disgrace? I'm just wondering. I know you said he was a liar, but we kind of agree that all politicians lie. Uh, let's start with um, the situation with Kurds. So do you think Bernie Sanders effectively is supporting MS 13? By his, by his policies, yes, definitely. He wants to turn our country into a socialist country. Well, you can look at Venezuela and the rest of those oh, countries. look at Venezuela. Okay. They're yeah. leading those countries trying to get America. So why do you want to make America Venezuela? You don't. 
Oh, the Democrats have. Bernie Sanders wants to make America Venezuela. Amen. <laughs> Do you want to live in Venezuela? Because I don't. Bernie Sanders is going to ruin America. Yeah. Oh, this dude in his hunting outfit. That's right. They're the hate America. The hate they America. They played a role in Epstein. Suicide cover up. False flag. Everything that's going on right now. Everything for Trump. Favorite thing. Three things about Trump. Right now, they understand biblically that he must take a stand against. The LGBTQ community. Whoa, 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 right? whoa, whoa. What is this? Like, how is this real? These people are like, oh, no, we don't, we don't have any hate. The, what, is the, what is the liberal media talking about? Meanwhile, they're like openly hating on the LGBTQ community and abortion and, and, and fucking, what is it? Um, birth control. And all, all that stuff. Things that actually help people. And things that make people who they are. Are somehow not okay. And they haven't been okay to these people for a while. And they act like they've changed. They act like they're more progressive. But they're not. They just don't openly say I'm racist all the time. Sometimes they do. But not always. He's the man for the job. The Democrats are too weak. So he's taking that stance. I like that stance that he's taking and re When did he say Obama he's did. against the so LGBT in the community? They can't get in the, we're too pretty. We're too pretty. They can't get in the bathrooms with us. I don't know what they need to be doing. Oh, it's the bathroom argument. Oh, my God. Oh, you're going to let some man into the bathroom with me? Like, but they, but they're, but they identify as female. They're female in every way minus the anatomy. So why would they go in the men's room? So they just shouldn't go to the bathroom at all? Is what you're saying? Because if they go to the men's room, then they're a, a woman in the men's room. So so then where do they go? Huh? Where do they go? If you can come up with a logical, non-offensive solution to that problem, then so do it. Do it. Go right ahead. But it's simple. It's simple. There's two bathrooms. They have they pick one. Which one? The one that they identify with. The one that makes them feel safe. The one that makes sense. Destroyed. There's a place for everybody. And I feel like they're getting out of their lane. They're getting out of their place. What? We don't play about that. We don't play about that. We hunt witches. We're not on there. We hunt witches. And so Trump needs a witch hunter. So that's why I'm here. To let him know that he got a witch hunter. And my name's Jebby. You're going to hunt down the gays? Not the gays. They're witches. Who are the witches? The witches. You know, there's like 500 or 1,000 or so witches that's supposed to be conjuring up spirits against... These people are on drugs. Absolutely on drugs. It's Trump. You didn't know Tell me more about that. Oh, my goodness. You're in Alabama. We, we summoned him. That's why this is his first stop. We called him. Nancy. Nancy. You can't stand up and disrespect the president like that, Nancy Pelosi. Uh oh. She ain't got to speak for her britches. Are your friends and family on board with your support of Trump? Oh, I love all everybody, but I'm the only one that looks presentable enough to come. But everybody. What? What do you mean? I mean that I represent a people that doesn't look. That means like nobody, nobody, uh, 
Nobody agrees with her. She doesn't have anybody. She's completely alone. Nobody came with her to this. So, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I know people. Oh, who? People. The gunner was to show up here at Brookwood Mall here at home. Well, I guess I've been trained all my life. Because, like I said, I'm from Lazy Selma. This is the last slave tribe. I'm 42 years old, and I know my slave master. I've been teaching to say that. Not all slave masters are bad. What? Yes, what? But they owned you. Ain't nobody messing with Trump. He's covered by the blood gang gang. Ain't nobody. Welcome to Alabama. Clear Democrats. Y'all better try to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. We ain't playing about Trump. Trump. Oh my God, the interviewer looks so scared. Conservative. You want to come in? What you got to say? About all um, so Obama, Hillary, uh, Obama, uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Nancy Pelosi are all in an airplane together oh, with no. a pilot. So Obama says, I'm going to throw this $100 bill out the window and make one American happy. And, uh, and Hillary says, I'm going to throw $200 at the window and make two Americans happy. And Nancy Pelosi says, I'm going to throw $100 bills out the window and make 100 Americans happy. And the pilot says, I can throw all three of you out the window and make all of America happy. Speak mm. facts. Jesus, that kid's like five. Oh my God. They're raising little devil kids. I hate kids so much. I really do. I'm not going to have them. I, I don't think I want to be a teacher anymore, especially with everything going on. Um, I hate kids. I hate them so much. They're fucking dirty. Everything they touch gets sticky. They fucking touch their face, pick their ass, then fucking jerk off in the corner. They're, they're gross. They're gross. What they say is gross. They're annoying. They ask too many questions. And when they don't get an answer, they just keep going. It's annoying. It's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Just sit down and play with your fucking Legos. Because that's all you're good for. I'm so sorry. What'd he say? He didn't stutter. Play with it. Trump 2020. Jesus. That's so scary. Like, and, and I have family like this where they're, they're raising their kids to be this conservative pawn and they don't even know what, like, what they're saying. They don't know who it's hurting. And, and it's just, it's a bad, bad fucking situation. And, I mean, it's obviously not fair to the kids because they don't know the consequences of what their actions are. But hopefully when that kid grows up, we find out his name and stuff and we can make him look like a real, real prick. Because, like, what a little snot-nosed shit. Oh, my God. Dude, just... Go to fucking bed. It's past your bedtime. What are you doing? It's 7 o'clock. Go eat your dinner. Talking about Obama, Hillary, and Pelosi getting thrown out of a plane. You know what? How about Trump fucking ODs on, on fucking Ad Adderall? <laughs> Trump's heart explodes from Adderall. No one gives a fuck. How about that? You like, you like how that feels? No, you don't. It doesn't feel good, right? But then, of course, 
you say that, and they're like, oh, that's too far. You can't say that. You're a hater. You, you spread hate. It's like, dude, do you hear yourselves in the things that you said first? Just because Michelle Obama says when they go low, we go high, that doesn't mean I abide by that. I'm not a politician. I don't pretend to be. I'm just somebody who's pissed off at this government, pissed off at the people in charge, and think that it could be run better, but it's not. Because they're all fucking selfish. They're brainwashing these little shits to just believe what they want and spread this hate. Like, dude, like abortion should be allowed so that little snot-nosed fucks like you can be prevented. God. It's like that kid who was at the uh, the RNC and he spoke and he was like, they they attacked me and they made fun of me endlessly and shamed me because I wore a Trump hat. It's like, dude, that hat is pretty much the modern swastika, okay? It's not cool. Like, it's not cool. You just look like a hateful old man and you're like 12, dude. You're the type of kid that if I was in high school with you, and I was the fucking loser. I was the bottom of the totem pole. But I would have fucking smashed your head into a toilet for sure. Dude. I memed him. I took his face and I put it on a Spongebob. Because he got buck teeth and looks like a fucking fool. Like how are you going to play the victim. When you're a straight white male. Wearing a hat that represents oppression. But all this. Oh you're, you're being oppressed. Right? You're the victim. Not all of the people that suffer because you wear that hat, perpetuating the idea that certain people are better than others just because of their race or other demographics. And dude, everything that hat stands for is just not okay. Like if I walked into a my school wearing what, like, like a hat honoring the war on drugs or something, or the DEA. And I walked into my class where I know like plenty of people are like me and do drugs. Like either they would think I was being ironic or they would be mad at me because like, why are you supporting this? These people are horrible. They lock people up for minor charges. They're pretty much, they're oppressors. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't wear that because I know it upsets people. The most controversial thing in my wardrobe is my THC shirt. It's like the chemical makeup of THC. I got it from my dispensary. So it's like, it's medical. <laughs> like the, the red hat, instead of make America great again, it should just say, I'm a flaming racist. Because you either, yeah. I think I said this yesterday, you either don't care about marginalized people or you just don't know. You're just ignorant to it. And neither one of those choices is very good, you know? So I think people have a lot of thinking to do about what they what they support. It's fucked. So I thought we could go over some of the highlights from the RNC from different nights. So, um, yeah, let's do that night two. We all know Donald Trump makes no secrets about how he feels about things, whether you like it or not. 
You always know what he's thinking. Yeah, because he tweets when he's taking a shit. My deepest sympathy goes out to everyone who has lost a loved one. And my prayers of the who are ill or suffering. The president that has are, kind of accountable. Who are, who are eels? They're, I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think any, there are any issues with people thinking that they're eels. Aquatic animal. Sorry, that's so mean. She, did, what are they making her do? The poor woman. She's probably so depressed. Like, every time I see her with the president, she just looks like, kill me. Covering up the China virus. Oh, the China virus. Economic destruction in America and around the world. Presidential leadership came swiftly and effectively with an extraordinary recipe for health and safety successfully fight the COVID virus. Our economic health successfully. Wait, aren't aren't we still in the middle of this? And you guys are are trying to tell the what the CDC to stop testing so that more people who are sick don't show up in the statistics and Trump can win the election. And that's why we're not hearing much about it. And they're saying that they've defeated the virus, even though people are still dying. Is that what's going on? Spending and tax cuts, Americans are going back to work. And the economy soared to new heights. Oh, heights never seen before. Wages went through the roof. I'm the, the I'm the smart one. I I special. I'm Erica. I'm 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 the good one. The, right, Dad. I'm the favorite. Am I the favorite? Mom says you're not my real dad. Unemployment reached the historic lows, especially for Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, and women. Trade deals were ripped up and renegotiated. Lights were turned back on. In abandoned factories across and my penis finally started working again. Sorry. Our country. As a recent graduate, I can relate Tiffany. to so many of you. Tiffany, nobody loves you. <laughs> Your family doesn't love you. They never mention you, ever. Why are you here? Why are you supporting them? Tiffany, go back to your music career. You might be looking for a job. Sorry. My father built a thriving economy once, and believe me, he will do it again. I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled. As in annulled. As in revoked. Oh, is this a... Oh, yeah, this is the, the canceled kid. Being like a victim, playing the victim. Wasn't he making fun of Native Americans, too? He was wearing a Trump hat and he was mocking Native Americans. And they have this guy, this kid, come speak at the National Convention. Look him up. He looks like Spongebob. He looks like a hateful Spongebob. Let me take a picture of, of this for later. Perfect. It's then made void. Canceled is what's happening to people around this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left. Many are being fired, humiliated, or even threatened. But I would not be canceled. Let's oh, make yeah? America great again. You persisted? Oh, and he puts the hat on. We believe in freedom of thought and expression. Think what you want. Seek out the truth. Learn from those <laughs> with different opinions. And then freely make your voice Oh, shut the, the fuck world. up. <laughs> Joe Biden is a politician who has been in government for 47 years. 
He's a career politician who's never signed the front of a check and does not know the slightest thing about the American worker or the American business. Compare President Trump with the disastrous record of Joe Oh, Biden. Rand Paul, the fucking sellout with ramen hair. This dude was very outspoken against the president when he was just a candidate. And then the second he got nomination, it was just dick-sucking and ass-kissing. Who's consistently called for more war. Joe Biden voted for the Iraq War, which President Trump has long called the worst geopolitical mistake of our generation. The Middle East. When Iran threatened, the president approved a strike to kill the Iranian terrorist, Qasem Soleimani. Moving that was a controversial move. Peace in the Middle East. Today, because of the president's determination and leadership, the ISIS caliphate is wiped out. It's gone. North Korea. The president lowered the temperature. Against all odds, got the North Korean... Lowered the temperature? Oh, wait, does he mean... He means, like, the tension. Okay. Leadership at the table. No nuclear attack. No long-range missile attack. I have reflected... I don't think that's true, though. I think I think they're still going. Like, the, yeah, they were they were buddy-buddy for a little while, but... Maybe Trump said something insulting about his eyes or something, and then the talks just went down the tubes. I like you. I like you. You're not like the other Asians. <laughs> something, something like really offensive. Pisses off the Koreans too. Now it's personal. Social unrest in our country. It is a harsh reality that we are not proud of part. Our history. Focused on our future while still learning from our past. We must remember that today we are all one community comprised of many races, religions, and ethnicities. Our diverse and storied history is what makes our country strong, and yet we still have so much to learn from one another. With that in mind, I like to call on the citizens of this country to take a moment, pause, and look at things from all perspectives. I urge people to come together in a civil manner so we can work and live up to our standard American. Hey, NBC News viewers. So is he saying, like, what, stop the protesting? Just stop stop speaking out against the wrongs that are happening in society. Guys, come on, just 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 be ignorant. Be ignorantly blissful to the fact that you're being fucked every which way. There's no doubt how President Trump sees But there is doubt in how I see my wife when she undresses. Sometimes I wonder if I should have stayed in West Hollywood. Nobody knows about that. He sees America for what it is. A nation that has done more good in this world than any other. A nation that deserves far more gratitude than grievance. And if you want a president who falls silent when our heritage is demeaned or insulted, he's not your man. From Seattle and Portland, to Washington and New York. Democrat-run cities across this country are being overrun by violent mobs. We call them the mobs. Donald Trump knows a thing or two about the mobs. That's all I can say about that. That dude, he's got ties. 
Look into it. I'm talking about the heroes of our law enforcement and armed services. Leftists try to turn them into villains. They want to cancel them. Heroism is great. Not perpetual outrage. Oh, it's... Heroism... I, it's, uh, what's his face? Dan Crenshaw, the dude with the eye patch. Well, I'm glad that they, um... I'm glad that they, they, like, made the visual really, uh, really, uh, stand out. And they put the, you know, it's very fitting that they put the pirate in front of his ship. Heroism is rebuilding our communities, not destroying them. President Trump and I will always support the right of Americans to peaceful protest. Rioting and looting is not peaceful. Tearing down statues is not. Defund the police is the rallying cry for the new radical Democrat Party. Joe Biden would double down on the very policies that are leading to violence in America. If you want to live in an America where cities are being burned down and people are angry, well, well, I, I mean, I, I, I guess we're, oh, I guess we're in that. Imagine he just has that realization, like, oh, shit. Wait a minute, I guess nothing would change. The hard truth is, you won't be safe, Joe Biden. Under President Trump, we will always stand with those who stand on the thin blue line, and we're not going to defund the police, not now, not ever. This is not just a choice between Republican and Democrat, or left and right. This is an election that will decide if we keep America, America, or if we head down an uncharted... Keep America, America. So keep, keep like, being racist. Keep making things unequal for marginalized communities. Keep the systemic racism. Keep the corruption. Keep it all, right? Is that what you're saying? Because America's not great. And it hasn't been great. We're a country of failures. And this presidency just amplifies that even more for me. Frightening path towards socialism. Republicans are the party that freed the slaves. And the party. Yeah, that was before the Southern switch up, right? And then the, the parties switched. So technically, it is the Democrats and their ideals that freed the slaves. Lincoln would not have been a Republican in this time. He would have been a Democrat. They, they, they tend to ignore this fact that there was this... What? Let me see. The Southern strategy... Exactly. They they fucking switched it up. And and now they use that to say, Oh yeah, Lincoln Lincoln was a Republican. We freed the slaves. Yeah, like that was us. Meanwhile they're like they're the party of oppressing black people. So it's like this gaslighting effect. That put the first black men and women in Congress. It's the party of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. And now, Tim Scott and Donald Trump. During one of my most difficult times, 
I expected to have the support of my family, but I had more support than I knew. As I came out of anesthesia, one of the first calls I received was from Ivanka Trump. As I recovered, my phone rang again. It was President Trump calling to check on me. Calling to say, hey, you up? I, um, you know, you want to come to my, my room for a second? Watch some Shark Week? A woman in a leadership role can still seem novel. Not so for President Trump. For decades, he has elevated women to senior positions in business and in government. He confides in and consults us, respects our opinions, and insists that we are on equal footing with the men. I want my daughter to grow up in President Donald J. Trump's America. Oh, that's so I scary. I say to Americans who love our country, young and old, be a radical for freedom. Be a radical for liberty. Be a radical for our republic, for which I stand, one nation under God, with liberty and justice for all. Donald Trump is the most pro-life president that this nation has ever had, defending life at all stages. His belief in the sanctity of life transcends politics. The Biden-Harris pick is the most radically pro-abortion campaign in history. They and other politicians are Catholic in name only. In our first three years, we built the greatest economy in the world. Made America great again. Good God. And then the coronavirus struck. Now, last week, Joe Biden said that no miracles. But what Joe doesn't seem to understand is that America is a nation of miracles. We stand at a crossroads. President Trump has set our nation on a path of freedom and opportunity. Joe Biden has set America on a path of socialism. I don't know about that. He's the, not gonna let it. He's he's a pretty moderate candidate as far as I'm concerned. A lot of people on the left are really mad because he's not socialist enough. He's not socialist at all, really. He's he is the right candidate for Republicans, if I'm being honest. This is just a compromise for everybody. Just get away from the craziness. That's all it is. Return to normalcy, man. Come on. It's not that hard to understand why people want this. I'm just photoshopping right now. Um, I want to change the um, the tint here. So that his face is yellow like Spongebob's. I'm doing the, uh, the, the Trump hat kid. Okay, fuck. I'll finish that in a little bit. <clears throat> anyway, shit, man. This is nuts. And with President Donald Trump in the White House for four more years, and with God's help, we will make America great again. Again. Again, again. We'll, we'll make it great again, again, because cause we fucked up the first time, and we kind of made it worse. So make it great again, again. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up, man.
Oh, Giuliani. Here we go. Very, very proud to be an American. And at least I know I'm free. President Trump knows he inherited the first generation of Americans who couldn't promise their children a better life than their own. The party had moved from liberal to radical. Radical. The Democratic Party wasn't just for higher taxes. Now they were for open borders, against our police, and against our God-given rights. At no time before have voters faced a clearer choice between two parties, two visions, two philosophies, or two agendas. The radical left doesn't really want better policing. They don't really care about making the justice system fairer. What they want Sarah. is no policing. Biden is a Trojan horse for socialism. He's a Trojan horse with Bernie, AOC, Pelosi, Black Lives Matter, and his party's entire left wing. They want to defund the police and take away your Second Amendment rights. They want free health care for illegal immigrants. Yet they offer no protection at all for unborn Americans. No protection at all for those sweet little babies that don't even know that they exist. Or they're not even really a human at this point. Just a fertilizer. I know how the female anatomy works, even though I haven't touched a vagina in like 35 years. I go home and I, and I take out my dick and... And I jerk off to some Lisa Ann because I need a mama in my life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I know that his tweets can feel a bit unfiltered. But the results, the results speak for themselves. He makes promises and he keeps them. He is transparent, and we certainly know what he's thinking. We have already built 300 miles of border wall, and we are adding 10 new miles every single week. The wall will soon be complete. And I say very modestly that I have done more for the African-American community than any president since Abraham Lincoln. President Trump recognized <laughs> the disparities of the 1994 Biden crime bill that disproportionately hurt African-Americans. Biden's record is a shameful roll call of the most catastrophic betrayals and blunders in our lifetime. He has spent his entire career on the wrong side of history. We want a society where every child can live in a safe community and go to a great school of their choice. Biden also vowed to oppose school choice and clothes all charter schools ripping away the ladder of opportunity for black and Hispanic children. Oh, don't act like we you care about them. 20,000 gang members and 500,000 criminal aliens. The goal of cancel culture is to make decent Americans live in fear of being fired, expelled, shamed, humiliated, and driven from society as we know it. America will land the first woman on the moon. And the United States will be the first nation to plant a beautiful flag on Mars. 
you are the reason he is going to keep fighting for four more years. That's... Hey, NBC News viewers, thanks for checking out our YouTube channel. Subscribe oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Lester. Okay, whatever. Um, So that that's what's been going on this week. It's a little bit crazy. Um, Dude, I... Wow. It, this was so different than the um, Democratic National Con Convention, which was boring, too. Really boring, but this to me, the Republicans was it was much more interesting because we we see the world so differently, and and it's like it's so it's so interesting. Like how can how can there be such opposite side like sides of the spectrum where you just like experience life in just astronomically different ways? It's about fortune and misfortune, really. I think it comes down to that. Okay, I just um <clears throat> I just finished doing the Photoshop job. It was a shitty Photoshop job, definitely, but was it worth it? Yeah. Just realizing oh shit, I called Dan Dan Crenshaw a pirate. Oh, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Please edit that out after this. Anyways. Fuck man. What, what else is going on in the world? So we had the RNC. We covered that a little bit this week. We covered it today. That's good. Um, man. This is uh, it's different being, being here. I got the guinea pig sitting right in front of me. Where'd Susie go? Oh, she's up in the, up on the dresser. <laughs> Um, in the middle of this podcast, I went to go get jewel pots. Um, and I guess, I guess the rules are much stricter around here because he he had a fucking box of them, right? Like a box of jewel pod packs, just right there on the counter. And I was like, dude, can I? All right, can I get like two packs of those? And he was like, no. And I'm like, why? And he said something like, I I don't have the license for it. And I was like, oh, but they're right there. And he was like, no, sorry. I was like, okay, can I buy like those over there? And I had to buy these Logic Power e-liquid, like e-cigarette shaped, like cigarette shaped e-cigarettes. It's like the old school 2014 models. And I, you know what? Got to do what you got to do. I can't get jewel pods. It's fucked. But um, you know, let's see how these work. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll do a vape review. <laughs> Anyways. So we did relationship advice yesterday, right? I think. So, yeah, whatever. Let's do it again. Let's, do, let's see what's going on in people's worlds. <laughs> I I don't know. I like getting involved in people's business. It's just, uh, it's just wrong. It's wrong. Um, th that one's abuse. My wife has drained all joy out of my life. Oh, God. Um, my boyfriend just told me he's transgender. What should I know? Oh, that's nice that you're saying, what should I know? Instead of like, what should I do? Should I leave him? Like, that's, that's, that's good that, that, um, you, you want to help. So that's cool. Um, 
My sister doesn't want my husband at the birth of his own child. Oh, what the fuck? Um, my girlfriend was sexually assaulted while in the process of cheating on me. What? I need to read this one. Not on podcast. One second. Holy shit. Well, that is a complicated situation, and I I don't think I... I have the tools mentally to solve that. Oh my god. Because, like, so many people are in the wrong there. Oh. Okay, keep, let's keep going. Alright, I found one related to porn. This I can help with. This, this, I am an expert in the field of porn and relationships. Because it is important to have a mutual respect and self-control as well as have your priorities in order when thinking about partaking in watching porn. Personally, I think the best way to do it is watch porn with your partner. Anyways, let's see what this, uh, what this, what's going on. I, 24 female, think my husband, 25 male, has a problem or compulsion about porn. How do I get him to stop viewing porn in public? Oh, no. Increasingly, the last year or so, he seems to need porn at every moment, unless he's actively doing something else. Times like waiting for his food to cook before bed, non-busy moments at work. We're both working from home, so I see it. He also looks at it when we're out, waiting for a bus or train, on the bus and train, checkout lines. (laughs) Any moment, his eyes don't immediately need to be on something in real life. The exception is when he's looking at other women which I will often notice. Shortly after I'll glance at his screen, he's looking for porn featuring whatever type of woman he'd been checking out. What the fuck? This happens maybe half the time we go out. Sometimes it's just flicking through pictures, sometimes watching full-on videos with headphones, but still, yeah, still, like, you don't want to be in the Whole Foods checkout line and your, your boyfriend or, yeah, your husband is just, like, watching a girl get, like, double teamed. For example, if his attention is caught by a tattooed woman or a redhead or a woman wearing a certain kind of outfit like a blazer or booty shorts, he will find porn featuring such characteristics. There's the typical big boobs, big butt stuff too. This is the tamest situation. Um, wow, that's, that is a compulsion. That is definitely like a a serious addiction there. And very, not to judge, but like that, that's creepy for the people that he's, like, looking at. And then getting aroused by and then immediately looking to, like, mentally fuck them. Here we go. Um, and then there are some times where I really feel like his obsession is pushing him into some really weird, uncomfortable fetish niches. He's looked up teen-slash-barely-legal content after seeing groups of teen girls. Okay, kind of sketchy to me. Racial categories, if he was looking at, say, a black woman, there was an extremely obese woman on a scooter while shopping the other day. I literally was talking to him and looked over to see he wasn't there because he'd stopped to stare. Then I caught him browsing an SSBBW site. What does that stand for? Like, it's like, what is that, like, handicapped big, big woman or something? He saw a lesbian on the bus. For the rest of the ride, he's looking at pictures of gross, mannish lesbians. 
It's so very weird and incredibly awkward to me. I never know what to say. It's humiliating. I don't want to draw anyone's attention to it. I've tried texting, why are you looking at that in public? He'll usually stop, but we'll be back at it when we go out one of the next few times. He's also pulled up porn in front of my family and friends when we're all hanging out. It's like if he gets bored for a second, he has to go to porn. <laughs> of course, everyone probably assumed he was just doing normal stuff on his phone, but they could have seen. And even if not, I find it so rude. Putting on headphones when everyone's involved in conversation is bad from the start. Knowing he was looking up porn, yes, I did sneak a glance, just makes it worse. Hands down, worst incident was a time my mother visited, and he later left his phone out. I saw he'd been searching for mother-in-law porn. <laughs> like, seriously? Using my family as fap fodder? I confronted him and he apologized, but said it had nothing to do with real life. It's just the concept. Okay, I can believe he doesn't actually want to bang my mom. Just why do people he knows in real life make him feel a need for porn in the first place? I don't get it. I have never ever felt inspired to look at porn due to being around his father, for example. Not even because of a concept or fantasy. I've tried to talk to him about how embarrassing it is. He says he makes sure no one sees. <laughs> I see. Do I not even count? It also makes me feel like he's attracted to everyone but me. At least like is always checking out other girls with very few boundaries pretty much everyone except little kids and old ladies yeah but teenagers so and and handicapped fat women he's said he understands that i have a lower libido than him so to him he's just finding another outlet instead of pushing me for sex or cheating i don't know how to feel about that he acts like it's all for my benefit <laughs> lastly the sheer amount of time that is spent on porn and masturbation is starting to bother me being home now more than we used to be has made it worse. There's things we could be doing together, and usually he just wants to be on the internet. If it's not porn, then he's gaming or arguing on Twitter. Then we used to do thing more things together. Some of the change is because of COVID, but I feel some of some of is this too. I would not forbid him from ever watching porn again, and I don't want to turn into a crazy controlling wife. I just wish his use was completely private and less frequent. Is that unreasonable? No, that's not unreasonable at all. What he's going through is like a serious addiction, a compulsive problem. If he's, he can't do it, like he can't like wait to do it at home and in privacy and he has to do it like at the supermarket or wherever you guys are going, that that's a problem. And he could be, he could get in trouble for like lewd acts in public like that that's i don't think you can just watch porn like that at the at, at whole foods i i don't think that's okay so he needs help he needs psychological help because you can't be perving on women like this like oh my god he, like i wouldn't i would never say like like you need to stop looking at porn or you need to like or you need to leave this guy or whatever like, I think he needs to accept that he needs help and stop saying he's doing this for you because, no, he's doing this for him. He, he, he's wankity wanking all the time. He's got a problem. He's trying to fulfill that, that need, that desire. And it's an addiction. Everybody's addicted to something. It just happens to be 
looking at boobies on the internet. So get him some help. You know, I can I can refer you to some some good psychotherapists. Um and that that is that. So I want to thank you guys for listening as always. I know we've been a little off schedule, but I see you. So this has been it. I'll see you guys in a couple days. Um I don't know where I'll be, but we'll figure it out. Thank you so much, and I love you guys. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's right. Search Super Bowl On Location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.